I'd like to introduce Dr. Sam Talpas. Uh, Sam is a very experienced dental practitioner in the field of dental sleep medicine. In fact, he works with me at Sleepwise Clinic. He's a clinician there and a fellow director. So hi, Sam, and welcome. Hi, Harry. Thank you. Thank you for the kind introduction. So, Sam, I'd like to ask you a little bit about your experience in the field of dental sleep medicine and perhaps start off by asking you how you first got involved. What sort of training did you do? Yeah. So, Harry, I think I fall into the group of most dentists who had very, very little to no exposure in in dental school. And it was really when I started working in general dental practice uh, where I uh, came across uh, some of the other more advanced practitioners treating patients with mandibular advancement splints and uh, found it really fascinating. Uh, Patients are getting amazing results and I decided, hey, this is really, really interesting and it's something that I want to pursue and uh, further some studies. So I managed to find a a one-day course offered by a a local manufacturing or a local company. And uh, again, uh, with more progression, I really fell in love with it and uh, decided to visit the ResMed Center in in the US of A for some additional training. And uh, I felt quite confident after the one-day course, but again, just decided to to further that uh, a little bit. And I came back to Melbourne and I was really ready to to start uh, practicing in this field. As I mentioned, I really fell in love with it and uh, came across your name as the who's who of, of dental sleep medicine contacted you and uh, let's say the stars were aligned and uh, there was a position available and uh, yeah, we became friends and uh, had a fantastic uh, introduction into your clinic. Yeah, yeah, that was my experience as well. Yeah, it was great to have you join us. And Sam, just to ask you, how, how long did it take you to get comfortable in treating patients, you know, once you started uh, in the field and made your first appliance? Yeah, Harry, again, I, I think that one-day course really uh, dispelled a lot of the myths I had about this area, um, especially with bite changes and just how not much of an issue it is as well with temporomandibular disorders. Uh, I started working in the clinic and, and really uh, became comfortable after about two days of, of seeing patients. Uh, I was very fortunate that I had other uh, practitioners to bounce ideas off and really that mentorship that that you provided allowed me to really flourish in that area. But I'd say about uh, 10 patients, to be honest, was was more than sufficient to be comfortable in the area. Yeah, yeah I do think that men- mentorship does make a difference and it helps circumvent all the problems that you have. Like when I started off, I was on my own and you learn by mistakes and you can really overcome that by getting, you know, good support. So, Sam, how, how, how would you say it compares to, to general dentistry, so working in, in this field? Yeah. Again, uh, I, I, very early on, I not that I became bored of general dental, but it was just more so I didn't get that oomph for that that patient satisfaction. Um, it, it didn't feel really feel like you know, for the majority of the day, at least, that I was impacting patients' quality of life. It, uh, again, I, I think going back to that point of of fulfillment, uh, really that that's that was my criteria or one of the main criteria is why i in, you know, got into this area and also continued and decided to to mainly limit the area of which i practice it was just more so uh your patient you get to chat to the patient yeah you're not 
patient's seat's not going back while they're trying to you know, slur words. It's, it's, it's an honest face-to-face conversation. Patients are telling you about their life, their relationship issues, their, their general struggles, their symptoms. And it's just, it's, it's a really different experience. Uh, and, and the outcome is, is totally life-changing really for, for the vast majority of patients. These patients who have had these uh, relationship issues of snoring, they're sleeping in separate bedrooms, they're tired, they're unrefreshed. It's really, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. Um, and just really how advanced this field has come and, really patients want to be there. They, they want to see you. They want to get the treatment. And then they just, uh, they're really ever grateful and, and recommend you to so many people. So it's a completely different experience. And and I'm sure you've had this experience where when the patients come to see you, they, they, they ask you, you're a doctor, are you a dentist? You've really got a, I would say, more of a medical hat on than a dental hat, hat in this in this field. Yeah, I think that's a very common comment that I hear from dentists. And certainly it's my experience that it's so rewarding being involved in changing people's lives, the people who are not functioning well because of fatigue, lack of energy, concentration, mood, uh, sleeping in separate bedrooms, and it, it, and, and, when, and when that changes, that their, their life is quite different. So it, it's it's really nice to be involved in people's lives a lot like that. So just to ask you, uh, how how's, how do you see dental sleep medicine has changed since you first started practicing? Yeah, I was very fortunate uh, that at, at the at the at the time that I started, we were still really uh, using acrylic most of the time, and we were going through the different changes in acrylic where it was made by hand. Then we started evolving into digital CAD CAM acrylic, and that had its own issues and complications. Uh, and finally progressing to the stage where we are now of, of 3D printed nylon. And I would say really that that's the biggest change, the move from traditional models, traditional impressions now to virtually scanning 100% of our patients with an intraoral scanner and the workflow all the way to CAD-CAM design to the final product where uh, instead of going behind the patient and, and trying to fit the appliance and wiggling it side to side. Now we just hand it to the patient and it's just uh, incredible just how well these appliances fit. So for me, the biggest change is is really where the appliances are at the moment. Yeah. So and basically, I- yeah, and if, if I could just add the appliances, uh, because they're digitally made, you know, they, what you're really saying is they, they fit really well. They kind of just click oh. in. And so in the old days, probably, Half the appliances, you have to go in the lab and do adjustments. Now they just go click, click. And as you said, you just hand it to the patient. And because the appliances are key to success, the, I mean, that's one of the, it's one of the keys that patients need to wear these appliances. The fact that they're so thin now and fit well, we find compliance is so high. So that that that's one thing that makes it really rewarding. Uh, and the, and the, the other thing for me is the way sleep studies have changed since I first started. The technology now is such that patients can just take home a really small device, sleep with it, bring it back. And we've got sleep physicians we work with now who love oral appliances and give us the go-ahead, whereas when I first started out, it was kind of CPAP for, for everyone. So I, I, th- I think that's a, a big change. Sam, could I ask you, what what advice would you give to a dentist wanting to get involved in this area? Yeah, so Harry, I I, I found that within general practice, uh, the, it there are some minor barriers which really 
uh, make it a little bit more challenging as opposed to doing orthodontics or implants. But again, this is such a rewarding field that it's really worth it. And once you've just taken some simple steps, um, as you mentioned, just the change in sleep studies over COVID, just the ease of use, whereby previously dentists would have to involve a GP, get sleep studies, that would be a in the too hard basket. Now it, it, we, the barriers are just no longer there. Uh, sleep studies are so easy to implement, to organize the technology of the appliances, uh, the comfort and compliance make it so much more effective. And really, the, I would say the last missing link is education and mentoring, Harry. So moving forward um, yeah, with the sleep studies, with the appliances, get into a, a, a training program. There's a lot around. We offer one. And uh, once you've got that education, I think the key is that mentorship, having somebody to bounce ideas off. Like I mentioned, Harry, one of the the main area, one of the main reasons why I was able to uh, become quite comfortable and confident early on was having that mentorship available. For some, yeah, being in contact with somebody who's been doing this for many years, uh, you're going to see some things early on. Which uh, once you have the, the, that that assistance, it'll just make you so much more comf- uh, comfortable and, and confident in treating. So just get out there and start doing it. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's like it, it it is different, and you and the dentist will be out of their comfort zone, and you, you you do need to step back and make some changes within the practice. You know, to have train the staff, start screening patients, sending out maybe an email to the, to your database. You'll have many patients that have sleep apnea. So these are changes that you would want to make with the team. But once you make those changes, start seeing a few. If if you patients get comfortable with it, you know, I, I, people tell me it's the most rewarding area of their practice. But it's a matter of taking a, a longer term view. That this is something that you're going to incorporate in your practice and be doing it for, for the rest of your practicing life. Sam, thank you very much. It was uh, r- really useful and valuable your insights, and uh, yeah, look forward to having you join us for training programs in the future as well. Thank you. Thanks, Harry.